Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War. And we are here to talk WWE NXT. And we actually have two very special guests that are going to NXT tomorrow night in Pittsburgh because we had Lucha Underground coming back tonight, so we have a full house in the hangout tonight. And with us is our friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. How are you, sir? Oh, just staying up late so that, you know, so I'm extra tired during the NXT show here in Pittsburgh on Friday night. Stage AE, look for me. Look for your friend Bobby. We'll be holding court. We're going to be on the North Shore of Pittsburgh all afternoon. Just come find us. Find me. Find me. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. I hope to see. I want to meet just one member of the Mayhem Universe out there um, to just come up. Hey, and we'll say hey back, and then uh, you can listen to me and Bobby make jokes about another podcast for an hour, or two, <laughs> three, four, something like that. Squisher. No, I'm not to do that here. Do you, Mike? And as always, if you do see Matt out in the uh, in the annals of Pittsburgh for NXT, you are allowed to chop him. Moving on, uh, we have the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Amy Payton. How are you, sir? Hi. Hi, I will not be going to NXT this week because that's a long ways away. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about this week's episode. I'm excited. Excellent. And with us, the other person who will be going to NXT in Pittsburgh, Bobby FJ Town. How are you? Please don't drop me. <laughs> I don't even know what shirt I'm going to wear. <laughs> no. Take care of that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. And finally, with us, as always, is Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm also not going to NXT this uh, weekend. Come on, guys. All the next, all the next, because they never come to a castle fuck with guys. Yeah, they don't go that south. The or they don't go far that far anyway. Yeah. You guys guys can take Dario Quita's truck and just drive it up here. No. (laughs) Everybody in the back of the trailer. I am not right in the back. Yeah, I, what, I don't think anyone call, wants to ride in the back of that trailer. Passengers in the trailer, others would call snacks. <laughs> <laughs> snacks, squisher. Anyway, um, oh. okay. Right, we gotta so, this. so because we have a full house this week, we are going to do things a little bit differently. But first, we're going to start off as we always do with our one word. My one word for NXT this week is Zubaz. Uh, we will get into why that is in a little bit Matt what is your one word this week tie (laughs) okay Eamon is your one word clothing related too no it's not not (laughs) yeah I know but god damn it I was trying to run a theme I was trying to run a gimmick mine is rage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Bobby, what's your one word this week? Tan. <laughs> and Garza, what is your one word this week? I really want to use rage. I guess I'll go with a... Uh, uh, oh, man. Piggy? 
Oh. All right. Well, uh, because we have such a full house this week, we're, this is how we're going to work it. We got two guys giving goods, two guys giving bads, and we have one big change for our friend in the mainstream media. So, Eamon, what is your good for NXT this week? Uh, my good for NXT this week was the opener, the tag match with American Alpha, my favorite team name ever. Fuck you guys. Eamon, <laughs> <laughs> Eamon, it's growing on me. Uh, they, they can chant it. The Fools, they'll prove that they can chant it. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. It's a little clunky on the chant. Mm-hmm. I kept hearing American Outlaw, and I was like, that's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> a lot cooler than their name. Um, against Blake and Murphy. Uh, I like this match. Uh, obviously, Gable and Jordan are amazing. Uh, uh, Gable, I love Gable doing all his arm drag stuff, and... and Corey Graves not knowing how to handle it, like just being like, this is ridiculous, but amazing. Um, I actually thought Blake and Murphy did well in this match as well. Like I thought, uh, like especially Murphy, his selling and his bumping was really great. Like he bumped like crazy for them, especially uh, like when Jordan would like power him and stuff like that. Um, I love the fake out with the fake injury. Uh, I thought it looked great. Um, yeah, I, I wanted him to do the Family Guy. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really good. I I like I I obviously love Gable Jordan. It reaffirmed my love for them, and it made me actually kind of appreciate Blake and Murphy a bit. Not to mention Alexa Bliss at ringside. I mean, Alexa Bliss is pretty great. Makes a handy weapon. Yeah, I maybe. Re- I really really want to take Gable, put a mask in him, and take him to Lucha. Because <laughs> his style is is pretty much lucha. Yeah. Right. Not everyone can go to lucha Garza. No, not I mean, everyone, not, not everyone can do that. I'll, I'll take it to triple A or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. All right, uh, Bobby. What was your good for NXT this week? The ending to the main event. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, it was cool, like to have that mystery. William Regal coming out, and he's like, I'm going to have to review this tape. I'm going to have to review this tape. <laughs> you, come with me, referee. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, like, people could see that as like a weird like kind of cop-out finish, but it's legitimate. Like, yeah. what, hap- what happens when two guys have a submission hold on a guy and he taps exactly. out? And, and, it, and, it sets it, and it stretches it out a little more, too, with the, the number one contender thing. Like, who's the number one contender? We don't know. Are they going to have a one-on-one match? You know, is Baron Corbin totally out of the picture now? <laughs> Which I actually, I was gonna say, this is great character development for Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, I also love get mad and destroy things again. Well, because he was really frustrated when when he hit, after he hit Joe at the end of the days and yeah. he broke it up. Like he was pissed, and you know, I like the idea that in in a sense, after Lon- after Takeover London, he had the most legitimate claim for being the number mm-hmm. one contender. Joe already lost he, his match, he, and Sammy just came back. He has come so far in such a short time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting better by leaps and bounds every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He made this giant leap, and it's almost like no one noticed. Like, he had his big coming out match against Joe in... Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Okay, Brooklyn. Trust me, and, and they were like, oh my god, Baron Corbin. And then ever since then, we just... The expectation... But the bar of expectation went up. Mm-hmm. And he just keeps meeting it and meeting it and meeting it. And now we're his, we take it for granted. No one even 
gives it a second thought that he's in there with two awesome guys like Joe and Sammy. His torso yeah, is still a little sad. But... I, I think. I think. <laughs> the uh, the uh, sad torso. He's got the best entrance still. I, yeah. I think the improvement of guys like Baron can kind of be attributed to the delay of the tapings. Mm-hmm. Because, uh-huh. like, we get to see one cluster of how he's doing. And then, in real time for us, it probably takes a month. But they're wrestling. They're working hard. And then they're, like, fast-forwarding to another, like, when he's gotten more skills, when he's gotten more training and got more used to the guys he's working with. And that's, like... A month and a half later, and then it's like, whoa, where did this happen? Because same thing happened with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. happened with Becky Lynch. Same thing happened with Dana Brooke. Um, I still fully believe it will happen with Eva. She's already think- being better character-wise. Like I think the wrestle. I I've I've said this from the beginning. If Eva can get her wrestling skills up, she will be the most over heel in the company. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. <laughs> I, I I also just re- I, I I think they're doing great stuff with this whole like I hate the indies gimmick for <laughs> well, You mean you mean I hate Ring of Honor? <laughs> well, I, I hate Ring of Honor and everyone who who does or yeah. doesn't come from it. Yeah. Um, uh, but like it works so well because of how NXT is now and the fact that they are bringing in so many new guys and it's such a focus on indie wrestling. It gives Corbin so much to work with, mm-hmm. yeah. especially when let's say. Austin Aries or Shinsuke Nakamura come in. I don't know. I'm just throwing out names. I'm yeah. throwing out names. I'm guessing. This is, WWE spoils it themselves. Fucking mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're breaking news on their website yeah. Yeah. and Twitter accounts. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, wait, wait, I, I wasn't a big fan of the, the ending, but it had the quote of the night, and it was the Mojo saying to Regal, he had a crap. He sharpshooter logged in. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a horrible sharpshooter logged in. Bret Hart gave it four out of ten. Uh, anyway, the, 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 the chattiness of, of Joe and, and Sammy after the match was great. Yeah, like they weren't just like saying nonsense. Like they were like, th- those two are just so good. They're, like Sammy's mm-hmm. like, what's the problem? I put him in the sharpshooter. What's the problem? It's like, <laughs> is that is that, imp- that kind of improvisation stuff that you need that yeah. really helps? So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that threw me off was they're both trying to plead their case, which was awesome. But the fucking assholes at Full Sail were chanting, we can't hear you. I'm like, maybe if you shut the fuck up, yeah. you'd be able to hear them. <laughs> also, also, sometimes it's not for you guys. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, They're they not going to put a mic in front of his face because that would ruin the whole thing. They are filming a television show. Yeah. And right. if Regal told them to be quiet, they would all be quiet. <laughs> this is true. He's like, I would have loved to say. I would have loved if Regal just turned to me like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying to figure this out. And it would. I need some bloody time here. <laughs> All right, uh, Garza, what will be your bad this week for next for next? Uh, my bad this week is that Alex Riley's back. What's <laughs> hey, hey, say it to his face. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, I will get a picture of Alex Riley up say on my phone so that you can say everything that you want to say about Alex Riley right to his face, Garza. I mean, it's the picture of him it's giving, like the giving, picture. giving if it's not, birth. If it's not a current game. picture, it doesn't count. Like, I was gonna say, get the <laughs> get the screen grab of him like giving birth into the hard cam. Okay. What? All right, Garza. Oh, that's that. not current. Oh, that's Garza, an old one. Say it to his face. He kind of uh, looks like Shireman in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> he does. No, no, Alex Riley, my bad of the week is that you're back. 
Mike, what's yours? <laughs> I, tried to make, I tried to make him look sad by tilting it down. Well said. Can, can, can I say also, just with the Alex Riley thing, I just love the reaction of the announcers being like, oh, wow, Alex Riley's back? Okay. <laughs> what's he doing to the Impact? I mean, NXT. <laughs> Also, uh, I, 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 I took, like, five or six notes for NXT. Uh, some of them don't matter, but there's one from the Alex Riley promo from backstage where he says the line, I've been sending letters and emails to Stanford, and I just wrote, that's a little creepy, Alex. <laughs> just a bit. Like, yeah. I, I think this also goes in with uh, the tweet that he sent out about AJ Styles. Oh God! I didn't. I haven't read it. And I don't even want to. God. No, no. It it was just uh, when AJ came out on Raw or at the Royal Rumble or something. I forget when it was, but he was. He just sent a big tweet like, "Are you kidding me?" or something like that. I'm like, who cares? You see the responses to that tweet. <laughs> no, there was there was some great. Why am I not wrestling Chris Jericho on Raw? There was one uh, response from a fan, random fan. Who got pictures, screencaps of his title history against AJ Styles' title history? <laughs> I saw that one against like three different columns of titles and awards <laughs> yeah. and tournaments. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. That was really good. All right, um, my bad. You know, for we, this we, week. we 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 pile on Alex Riley, but 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 there's great potential team. here. He could be like the male Eva Marie. Of NXT. If oh my God. What if they teamed up? That's BJ Whitner. What if they get married? <laughs> oh. no, I mean, all right, I'm gonna say this. He could turn it around like Tyson Kidd did. Yeah, he could. He absolutely. Or he could Tyson be Justin Gabriel and he could go away. Um, I have a feeling we might see Justin Gabriel again soon. Anyway, um, he went to a much darker way, place. I'd be totally <laughs> cool. Just as, just put this out there. I would be totally cool with this whole thing ending with Alex Riley like selling on the floor from a move, and then Kevin Owens' music just hits, and he comes out, stomps him once, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really hoping that Riley wouldn't even wrestle, and somehow Kevin Owens would just take him out. Of <laughs> like like when um the one yeah, Royal Rumble where where Kaiyatai kept trying to go into the match. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I want Alex Riley's career to be. For the rest of his life, wouldn't that have been amazing? If Alex Riley goes into the Hall of Fame, and Kevin Owens inducts him by power bombing him off the stage. I will it, say they just hand it, they just drop the ring on, him and they're like, "Alex Riley, ladies and gentlemen." I will say though, to be fair to Alex Riley, he wasn't the only one that had like the, the super tan. I think they had just like a, a car wash when they went through Gorilla, where everybody <laughs> ran through the tanner <laughs> before they came out there. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh God! All right. Um, my bad this week, and I might get some flack for this, but the main event, apart from the last three minutes. Oh, really? I did. I I didn't think they gelled as well as I thought they would have. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I was still in my post lucha funk. Maybe. I mean, I saw at least two better three-way matches this week than this one. Yeah, like, right uh, I mean, there, there, was a, there was a really good three-way match on Impact. There was a really good three-way match on ROH. There was a really good three-way match on Lucha. I don't know. I, I like the end. Wow, that, that I, is kind of weird to think like, that there was... That's kind of crazy. Yeah, wow. I mean, I like the ending. I thought the ending was kind of cool, despite 
Balor never using a sharpshooter to win a match, and Joe never using a crossface to win a match. Hello, Jericho and Benoit. We're just going to redo your ending again. But, um... Yeah, I mean... Well, I think Joe has used the crossface before. Never, Not to end a match, but, like... Yeah, not to end a match. I mean, that's kind of my point. Like... I don't know if if like if like Balor had on a Koji clutch or something like that. Sammy, uh, Sammy. Uh, Sammy. Sammy. excuse me. If Sammy had on like a Koji clutch, which he you know reintroduced last week, okay, that's one thing. And then Joe locked on like an ankle submission or something like that. But, but well, Sammy's Canadian. All Canadians use a sharpshooter. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's in their blood. It's kind of yeah. Um, I I liked this stretch up until like. Whatever was the point, I, I think like Sammy was going for, going for something on Baron or something, and Joe pulled him out and put him in the clutch on the outside. Yeah, and it really, oh, I, yeah. I, I like that. Like I, I, I was like, oh, that's really smart strategy. Yeah, and that's like, when it turned around. But, but other than that, like I don't know, it, I, it just didn't grab me. It just didn't. I don't know why. Like, and I, I like all three of those guys. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Matt, what will be your change? NXT this week? Well, Mike, um, as you may see from looking at my little graphic down here, there's no greater fan of the Drifter than yours truly, but, you know, I, I've seen him, he could deliver one hell of a swinging neck breaker, Mike, but I just don't think it's it's finisher material. I'd like to see him uh, maybe find a submission move that works for him and um, maybe try to work that in after the um, the vicious swinging neck breaker. There must be some sort of neck. There must be some sort of submission movie you can come up with, and uh, maybe tack that on there. Um, a lot of people are piling on the drifter, and I'm not going to be one of them because mm-hmm. I'm from Pittsburgh too, and we all stick together. But anyway, I think I think um, for if you want the drifter to have a submission move, he should try and get like a seated Fujiwara armbar. Like where he pulls one arm back and then he plays his opponent's ribcage like a the guitar. Like a guitar. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I think that would work. That tickles. That tickles. You, you can call it the last song. It'll be really good. Uh, yeah. um, um, I, and I can understand that. Um, being as someone not from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Wait. And again, it's shocking. Um, y'all. No, y'all. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, here, and I said it before when I when I talked about his match, his debut match. I'm a fan of Logan Chu though. Great on him. I love, you know, he's a friend of the show, all that good stuff. And I feel like he he did try to fix some of the stuff from the, the last match where he was, like, stalling a bit and doing those long spots where there was nothing. Um, he kind of did more in the match this time around. Um, but the crowd is just not buying it. Yeah. I think... And, and say, well, what we I... will, say what we will about Full Sail, they'll usually be really behind something or really hating something, but when they're just dead silent, like... I think he needs a program. I think he needs to be put in a storyline with somebody for that character to start to take, you know, take hold. I think now him just beating randoms every week, just kind of like, I don't know. It's not really... I, I think he needs a story to get his character moving because right now they're all like, well, what's this guy about? What you know? What's it, He's so mysterious, you yeah. know? I, I think also, he, had a, he had a pretty good song this week. Mm-hmm. But I also... And I noted it in my notes. Uh, both Tom and Corey botch his line that he yeah. said at the end of his last match. Yeah. They both botched it. And it's like... I don't know. 
clearly he needs to say it more if that's going to be his thing. Um, I think the character has like a lot of upside, mm-hmm. and it feels like he's still trying to find like the nuances of like what he's trying to do. So, but I but like as far as like in the ring, like I know he can deliver in the ring. Like I've seen him on the other side of these, you know, enhancement matches, and he's looked awesome. But you know, and and maybe I pay attention to him more than more than other guys, but I know he can do it in the ring. Um, I think it's just a matter of trying to find the character a little bit. Also, mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering, hey, and Garza, maybe this is a good question for you, but if um, if the Drifter and Naito had a match, would anything happen? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Or they just kind uh, of lay there and stare at each other. and Probably. And, and with Joe Orange Cassidy, who's always tired. Oh, I love Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have Orange Cassidy in NXT, please? Uh. So, something I did want to say about uh, the Drifter. Uh, he looks like the most fashionable Drifter in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he looks well kept. I honestly take Dean Ambrose's attire and put it on him because I, I don't know where he's drifting. I mean, he's drifting like from Manhattan to L.A. in Hollywood. Like, what the fuck. He he looks like he got dressed up at Urban Outfitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's drifting. He's an upscale drifter. He's a hipster. Drifter. He's a hipster drifter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hipster drifter. I think you just. I think you just. Keyed into it, Garza. That's why. That's why Corey Graves hates him so much. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. He's from Pittsburgh. I just don't like him. <laughs> All right. Um. Was there anything else uh, that we had on NXT Garza? Was there anything else you could think of? Um. I got. Well, I, I was gonna bring up the the build up to Carmella, Emma, and Dana, but okay, so. Uh, my my word was piggy, and I hate that word in wrestling because we we have bad history coming from Nikki James, and mm. I really, really I'm gonna get pissed off if they start calling Dana Brooke as piggy. Well, it was a, a and I get that. I don't think it's gonna be a thing that people sort of go off of, but it was a thing Sasha Banks did. I remember like was Sasha. I think Sasha was the first to do it. Um, I I think it's. I think it's fine. I don't. I think if they go like like you said, if they if they actually run with it and go like you know Mickey yeah. James Lightcore with it, then yeah. But like yeah, if, I if it's a one-time insult, I mean, okay, whatever. But I really hope that someone upstairs doesn't get like an idea like. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think NXT. I think NXT is too smarter for that. Um, but hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna go down the line. Okay, uh, no Garza, where would you rank NXT this week? I'm ranking NXT number two, uh, mainly because I, I did like the triple threat. Now that you brought out all the other triple threats, you may have a point. But uh, I liked it. I liked the, the opening match. And I, I, I'm starting to feel the buildup, so it's good. Okay. All right, uh, Bobby, was there anything you missed on NXT and where did you um, it this week? Uh, for Eva's outfit not matching her hair, I, I'm... <laughs> Gonna have to rank it number two. Okay. All right. That's that. That is a that is a fair assessment. Every, everyone consider that number two is pretty much like number one. So yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Eamon, uh what, what what else did we miss from NXT, and where'd you rank it? Uh, two notes because I thought the Enzo and Cass part of the promo with Carmelo was actually really good as well. 
Um, uh, my favorite part being the line towards Stars in the Wilder when Enzo says, "Go finish your av- your cup of average Joe." <laughs> I really, I really love that, um, and I like that promo. Uh, I also know that I really like the Hype Bros promo. Yes, I was. Uh, that was gonna be what my thing that we didn't get Watch to talk me about. Sleep. Stop watching me sleep. Not <laughs> happening. Could Zack Ryder be going heel? Maybe. Well, I'd like that they yeah. kind of play off the the fact that. Kind of like what they play off in Breaking Ground, like that they're not, you know, the closest yeah. of friends. Um, I actually rank NXT three this week. Um, I, I like I like the opener. I like the main event. Um, the stuff in the middle was kind of hit or miss. Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't love the Elias Sampson match. Um, God, I don't even remember. I, the Nia Jax match was okay. Um, I don't even remember what the other match was. There was another match, and I totally don't... Oh, Alex Riley. Yeah, Alex Riley. Obvious. Yeah, say it again. Say it to his face. Obviously, my All right, I'll bring the picture up again. Oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, it's, but it's a different picture, and he's sadder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But it's, it's my number three. All right, uh, Matt, uh, was there anything else you mixed from NXT this week, and where'd you rank it? Uh, well, I only saw um, NXT and Lucha Underground this week, and nothing's beating Lucha, so NXT strong number two. <laughs> um, I saw a little bit of Impact. Um, Impact was fine, so I just want to point that out too. Impact was fine. Um, well, I, I just if you to, want to uh, hear what we thought about Impact, you can go to the Mayhem Show YouTube page because we already recorded the Impact episode for this week, and you might be surprised as to what you hear. Back to Matt. That was shocking. Um, I, I also wanted to mention Enzo uh, and his promo, and recalling now who I voted for on the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, best on interviews, and I wanted to apologize to Enzo for not including him in my top three because that was an error on my part because he's awesome. And, he, you know, he does his shtick, and you get, get lured into thinking that it's just a shtick, but he can freaking cut a promo! He's and unbelievable. I, and, and we mentioned in the past like what we kind of want to see from Enzo and Cass in the future. The promos they're cutting now, I, I, I'm back to wanting them to win the tag belts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just based off their promos alone. Okay. And uh, for me, I was going to mention the Hype Bros promo because I thought it was really good. I thought uh, Ryder and Mojo are really kind of melding together now. And Mojo being kind of like... Like, you know where you have a relationship and there's one person that's way more into it than the other person? If that's the dynamic that they're pushing for with this, I'm all in for it. All in, because you don't have to be great friends to be a great tag team. Like, that's something that they've done a lot on NXT, but you don't have to have that, and I think it works for the Hyperos advantage, especially uh, going into their going up against the new vaude villains next week. So it should be interesting. Um, I'm actually ranking NXT number four. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Number four this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Bring up the sad Alex Riley and say it to his face. <laughs> An even sadder, sadder Alex Riley. The, the show, the show, honestly peaked for me as soon as American Alpha left. Uh, I love the Dana Brooke promo. I love the the Enzo and Cass promo. I love the Hype Bros promo. But the in ring was really lacking for me. Yeah. Really, really lacking. That's usually not an issue with NXT, but I, I felt there wasn't enough there to drive. Drive. If if the main event was better, if I liked it more, 
it would have been number three, but it just didn't connect for me. All right, um, so, Garza, where can the good people of the internet find you? You can find me at DW Revolution for Twitter. Go to TheWrestlingRevolution.com. You can also uh, go to Patreon, subscribe, and find Wrestling Mayhem Show, find Panel Riot, find AwesomeCast, and support podcasting because it's a beautiful art form. There you go, Mike. And <laughs> that is sad. Oh, oh, sad Alex all right, and sad Alex Riley. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, at Bobby F J Town, really. Uh, <laughs> um, and like I said on the other show, Boss Battle's coming back this week, uh, and we're gonna be new and different. That's not even. That's not even sad, Alex Riley. That's just I've done a shit ton of peyote, Alex Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out with these, I, I found these mushrooms <laughs> and I just ate them. I I paid twenty dollars to a hot Asian lady outside of outside of a warehouse. Uh, <laughs> and now my kidney's gone. I don't have twenty dollars anymore. That's Dario Cueto sold my kidney to the black market, Alex Riley. Uh, <laughs> Eamon, so Eamon I, I, need to, I need to drop away from Alex Riley. Eamon, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, if you want to find me on the internet and sell me your kidney, go to uh, Twitter at eamon 2 please. <laughs> wow. And uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling at Inspire Pro Res. Uh, you won't have to sell your kidney for a ticket. You just have to give us $15 and you can see some really good wrestling. I really hope no one in the FBI is watching this show. Sorry. You're going to get a knock in your door. Sorry, you're getting a, a strong letter. In the interest of transparency, everyone should know that Eamon will be flipping that kidney for NXT Dallas tickets. Yeah, um, just, that's not a lie. <laughs> so uh, tune in to a new Sorgatron Mia podcast, Flip This Kidney. Uh, <laughs> I decorated it. <laughs> God damn it. Matt, where can the people find you on the internet? On, well, on the internet, you can find me at uh, Mainstream Matt with one T. And you can also find my many writings and musings at um, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. I uh, pen a weekly column at the very least. And go find the Around the Indies column. It's awesome. You'll love it. It's at IndieWrestling.us. And if by some freak of nature you feel like maybe like meeting me in real life... Um, be at Stage AE with your NXT ticket on Friday night in Pittsburgh. I will be in the middle of the sea of 400 people wearing Balor Club t-shirts, probably wearing something else. We didn't pick my shirt out either. <laughs> and I, um, it's going to be a blast. And I, of course, met Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. I'll be doing the Total Divas wrap up tomorrow uh, with Jen Carlins. And if if you like what you're listening to right now. Go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. we got tons more there for you. Every Tuesday night, round about 9 p.m., the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper goes on. But that's not all. we got Boss Battle coming back. There's an awesome cast if you like to hear all about new technologies. And, of course, the Indie Mayhem Show with Eamon Payton and our Lord and Master Sorgatron where they have hot indie stars from all around the industry. All right. So, for all of my guests here, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been the Midweek War! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.